The Scoop Podcast is brought to you by Ostara, the producers of Crystal Green Fertilizer. Don't let your crops get hangry. Put them in control of their nutrient uptake. Learn more at crystalgreen.com. And welcome to the Scoop Podcast. I'm editor of the Scoop, Margie Echelkamp. Today, we are having a conversation with Lisa Woodkey. She is the Sustainability Director at Star of the West. Lisa, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to chat today. So Lisa, just for, for folks who may not be familiar with Star of the West, tell us a little bit about the business and its footprint. Sure. We started as one flour mill in Frankenmuth, Michigan, and have expanded to include five mills across four states. We've also gotten into other um, parts of the business. So we have agronomy locations now that service uh, Michigan customers. We also have a dry bean and food grade uh, division, which um, has both organic and conventional. So Lisa, with that footprint... What do you do as the appointed sustainability director at Star of the West? We have both our farmer grower customers and our food customers, and I uh, connect those two. So sharing the stories, telling the data, um, helping both achieve sustainability goals uh, for their companies and for their farms. And it started off as smaller, uh, meaning just the focus was on wheat and our flour products and our flour customers. But of course, that has expanded into essentially all of the products that we sell to food customers. And um, we, we get more and more requests each year for sustainability information. So you and I were able to connect and you start to talk about so much of the work you guys have done even from, as you shared, maybe some of those smaller pilots, but you have a whole host of case studies and consumer packaged good companies that you guys have partnered with. You also have the new news of having received one of the USDA Climate Smart Commodities Grant. So let's start there with the USDA grant. And can you share what you guys are going to be working on? Yes, I'd love to. So after we realized with some of the smaller pilots that we'll talk about later, that we we felt we had this ability to share the story between the farmers and the food customers, we thought, what better opportunity than to apply for the USDA Climate Smart Commodities Grant to be able to help decipher what climate smart commodities looks like for the future. So we did apply and receive $4.9 million with um, a focus on four food crops, so wheat, um, food grade soybeans, dry beans, and food grade oats. So with those four crops, we are focusing on the state of Michigan and working with growers to help um, share their data um, into three different online tools. And from that, um, the growers and the food companies will be able to see sort of what that sustainability message looks like, um, what climate smart could look like, should look like, uh, could include, and then what on-pack designs or marketing, uh, et cetera, all of, figuring all of those things out over the next five years is what we're looking for. Yeah. It's, it's such an undertaking to connect those field level practices to exactly what you just shared, even how food is labeled. Now, one of the examples of this that I know you guys have been involved in, I've actually seen in my own grocery store and I just bought a box after we connected was the early cracker. And I think 
the terminology, please correct me. I think it's, is it climate neutral, climate friendly? Climate friendly snacking crackers are what you're talking about. They are, the brand is Airily and Bright Future Foods is a division of Post. And so this um, Bright Future Foods is focused on different um, climate friendly snacking options. So we were very excited to be approached to um, help supply the wheat flour that went into those crackers. And we work with four different growers across the Saginaw Bay area and their farms in our mill um, had an LCA assessment done on it. And then we helped them gather data over the last five years and their, each of their fields um, that had wheat harvested was designated negative 20 um, CO2E or better um, per field. And then that wheat was able to be turned into flour, which then was um, taken to the bakery to make those crackers. So maybe an obvious question for our farmer listeners or our ag retail listeners really is, how do you go to one of your farmers in the network and what value proposition are you able to offer them when these opportunities arise? Most of the time, this has been very chicken versus the egg situation. I often approach our growers at winter meetings or grower days in the fall, like now, and say, we've got an opportunity with a customer uh, we don't know what it looks like financially yet, but if we could provide um, a, a certain amount of data or data in these sectors, we think it's possible that this will move into a project that is a paid opportunity for you in the future. So Airly was our biggest achievement in terms of grower payments. And so we are very excited about that. Very happy to work with the Airly team and very excited that our growers were able to um be able to take advantage of the good practices that they've been doing on their farm uh, for some additional payment. Yeah. When you talk about that partnership that you guys at Star at the West, Star of the West are bringing, and I know, I think it's included in your Climate Smart Commodities Grant too, to provide that agronomic support so you can really enable the data collection and data sharing as appropriate to be able to enable some of these new opportunities we're seeing. How big of a lift is that? And how big of a lift a star of the West take on versus what you're asking your farmers to do? We definitely saw that the data lift was the toughest part of this whole uh, picture. I liken uh, collecting data to doing your taxes. If you wait till once a year and and collect it all at one time and do it, it's pretty painful. But if you work on it throughout the year and you save your receipts in one box and you put some stuff on Excel or QuickBook or whatever, it is somewhat easier. But it's regardless, it still has to be done and it's still a pretty um, time intensive process. So in our Climate Smart Commodities Grant, we wrote in um, a climate smart agronomist that works directly with farmers, helps with this data input um, into, like I said, three different systems, but the grower is required for one system. And then we receive access and our climate smart agronomist puts it into the other two systems. And 
each of these systems provides something different either for the grower or for the food company. One focuses more on soil health, one focuses more on a sort of a carbon score, but not, a, not able to sell the carbon. And then one is the Comet Farms tool that's required by the USDA. Excellent. So we are talking to Lisa Woodkey. She is Sustainability Director at Star of the West. And we will be right back after this message from our sponsor. For today's Industry Spotlight, we have Chief Technology Officer at Ostara, Aaron Waltz. Aaron, tell us about Crystal Green. Absolutely, Margie. Thank you. Ostara produces a high-efficiency phosphate fertilizer, Crystal Green, with an analysis of 528O with 10% magnesium that allows phosphorus to be available all season long when crops needed. Crystal Green keeps crops satisfied with nutrients, phosphorus, magnesium, and nitrogen through critical phases of development throughout the season. We just started a campaign, don't let your crops get hangry. Crystal Green does just that, feeding the crops season long so they don't get hangry. What makes Crystal Green so unique and efficient is the solubility of the fertilizer. Crystal Green is primarily not water soluble. Rather, Crystal Green responds to crop demand by releasing nutrients as plants exude organic acids. It's this unique solubility that allows Crystal Green to feed the crop when crops demand it and dramatically reduces phosphorus nutrient loss due to soil tie-up, runoff, and leaching. It's this solubility difference that lends the efficiency to Crystal Green Fertilizer. And Aaron, what do you want every ag retailer to know about Crystal Green? I want every ag retailer to know that Crystal Green is the most efficient phosphate fertilizer on the market, and I don't want any of them to let any of their growers' crops get hangry. So if folks want to learn more about Crystal Green or connect with the team at Ostara, where can they find you? Absolutely. They can visit us online at ostara.com or they can email info at ostara.com. Excellent. That is Aaron Waltz. He is the Chief Technology Officer at Ostara. And we're back to our conversation with Lisa Woodkey. She is Sustainability Director for the Michigan headquartered Star of the West. You guys have so many projects under development as you're helping expand opportunities to farmers. And I know that comes with you guys being a partner to farmers, but also you guys seeking out other partners. So what could you share just as far as some of those partnerships where you've been able to bring on others to elevate these opportunities? So an additional opportunity that we worked with was with the Nature Conservancy. Sometimes growers um, feel a little prickly or don't don't feel um, that the Nature Conservancy maybe is, is part of uh, pro-farmer, but the Nature Conservancy is very pro-science. And they are interested in ways to have both farming and nature uh, work together or in harmony, I guess. So the Nature Conservancy of Michigan approached us about a, a wheat pilot project. So we were very excited to work with that around um, nutrient management and uh, cover crops and um, possible tillage reductions across Michigan. So that was another project that we have. And 
in addition, when we wrote the USDA uh, Climate Smart Commodities Grant, we were able to partner with a nonprofit in Michigan called Michigan Ag Advancement. Dr. Julie Dahl leads that. And we were so excited to work with them because part of the grant is focusing on underserved farming populations. And the two populations that we chose were beginning farmers, which are less than 10 years in the industry and women farmers. So we're excited to partner with Maya to include all farmers across Michigan, but especially that underserved population. So you you started to tease out just something I want to follow up on, and that is both with your target populations, whether it be female farmers or beginning farmers with less than 10 years of experience, or even in your work with the Nature Conservancy and looking at what agronomic practices fit as these individual business owners make very individual decisions at times. Also, you have all of your environmental considerations in Michigan with crop rotations. So how do farmers, from your perspective, how do they make themselves be identifiable as folks who could engage in these opportunities, either because of receptiveness to new ideas some of the practices that they're already trying. I know, um, so I'm just wondering how do farmers stand up? Well, that's a really good question. And Michigan with its diversity has been both a blessing and a curse. There is no one way that we can suggest to farmers like do A, B and C, and then you are qualified. Um, but there's a lot of different avenues to get to healthy soil and to get to um, be included in the, um, grants and opportunities that we have, but definitely one of them is to um, reach out to Star of the West. You can reach out directly to me or on our website or to an agronomist that they may know at Star of the West, but you don't have to currently work with Star of the West to par partner in any of our programs. Um, so we are enrolling for the 24 cropping year, and we are very excited to meet with new growers and to find out. So essentially, if you have wheat, dry beans, food grade soybeans, or want to implement food grade oats on your farm, we can talk. No, that's excellent, Lisa. So could you give us any other uh, insights on opportunities you're working on for some of your farmers and what else is coming together for you guys? Sure. One thing I failed to mention so far is that often in these programs, growers that have been doing let's call it no-till since 1975, have been unable to um, reap financial benefits from the programs. But in the USDA grant specifically, we wrote um, for inclusion of long-term practice adopters and new practice adopters. So that's one, one additional benefit. But what um, my focus or our focus for our team will be moving forward is really trying to figure out the best, easiest way to get this data to all of the different um, users and requesters. Um, I would love it if there was only a one time that a grower had to share data. And then from that, it could be um, included in various systems and various companies and so that it was less painful than it currently is today. Yep. Well, Lisa, you just segued us perfectly into my lightning round that I like to end every interview with, okay? So I kind of have a carousel of a, three questions that I ask everybody. So these might be a little bit shorter answer. You answer as you see fit. You can pull from professional, personal, all facets of your life. But Lisa, what keeps you up at night? 
Oh, well, I have three kids, so sometimes it's that. But really, if it was work-related, um, it is wondering what this sustainability um, journey looks like. Often, food companies don't have additional funds to pay growers, and often growers, it's the first thing that they ask. So how do we solve the financial um, hurdle of what sustainability looks like? Excellent. Lisa, what's the most used app on your phone? Oh, that is such a question. I was not prepared for this, but um... uh, listeners, you can't see, but she's actually looking at her phone. <laughs> she's doing her research. Um, I, we, I just actually started listening to podcasts more. So I'm going to say it's that little purple podcast thing. It's the purple podcast player. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Lisa, if you could pick one soapbox that you want to share with listeners, what would your soapbox be today? Um, it would be that growers of today are doing wonderful things to grow food and are often doing better than we recognize. Now, no one's perfect and no farm is perfect, but the quantity and quality of safe food in the United States is second to none. And so please don't get uh, sidetracked in what is said on the internet in terms of safety and um, what you need to eat and how you how you should feel guilty about purchasing organic or not organic or non-GMO or not non-GMO. Uh, our food is is incredibly safe and I would love for you to enjoy it and feel comfortable. And if you want to meet a farmer and talk to them, I'm happy to make that happen too. Awesome. Yes, Lisa, you are a key connector so much again from that field level all the way to how our food is sold and marketed. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and helping illuminate how you're making that system work at Star of the West and with your growers. If folks want to find you guys online or on social media, where can you point them? StaroftheWest.com um, has all of the information that I just shared about with the USDA grant and our other grants. And then it has my contact info as well. Excellent. So that is Lisa Woodkey. She is sustainable director, sustainability director at Star of the West. I'm editor of The Scoop, Margie Echelkamp. To all of our listeners, thank you for joining us. If you are listening on thedailyscoop.com or one of our websites, please feel free to find us on your podcast player and click that follow or subscribe button. We would love to be able to send you updates every time we get a new episode. And until we are back on the Scoop podcast, I wish everybody a safe and productive season. There's nothing worse than being hangry. You're irritable, starving, and not pleasant to be around. A trip to the fridge can usually solve it for you. But what happens when your crops get hangry? With Crystal Green, you don't have to find out. Crystal Green is a granular fertilizer that releases phosphorus, nitrogen, and magnesium based on crop demand. This on-demand access helps maximize yield and eliminates the concern of nutrient loss to soil tie-up, runoff, and leaching. Don't let your crops get hangry. Visit crystalgreen.com to learn more.